Hey everyone, welcome to the Game Gravy Rewind Podcast Episode 12. This is Michael, and with me I have Anthony. Yo. And yeah, let's get started with uh, what we've been playing lately. Alright, I will pick this up. Um, I am in the middle of my Wii U extravaganza. Um, I, I had five games at <laughs> once, so I've been kind of kicking them out as, as I can. Um, I, I've been, actually I've been beating them all too, so I've been really like pumping through them. Nice. Um, the first one I'm going to talk about is Paper Monsters Recut. This is a game right. from Mobot Studios, and it's uh, it was originally on the on mobile devices. I believe it was both on the Google Play Store and the iOS. And and I also think it was on Steam as yeah, well. Yeah, I think they they moved it over to Steam before they ported it to the Wii U, if I'm correct. Okay. Um, and, and the Wii U one's kind of based off the Steam one, obviously, because that's going to be less touch-based and more control-based, and you know, so they they went with more of this the Steam-based one. Um, in the <clears throat> basically what it is is it's going to be a 2D platformer. Um, it, the first thing like you you'll notice is the graphic style about the game is really unique in the fact that it it takes like a lot of common everyday items like uh the, there's cotton balls and like popsicle sticks and it kind of like makes the worlds out of these kind of things and, it, and it's really like really nicely 3d rendered in there um so every it, it's 2d but it's it but the levels look like have a 3d look to them like the way it's put together it's almost kind of like a little big planet actually if if like okay. the way it looks um but it plays a lot better than little big planet actually um because it, it, the, the controls are pretty tight um there there's the, my main my main gripes about the game were that some of the enemies were a little too easy. Like, I felt like they were just repetitive patterns. Almost like the original Mario Brothers, where you know what they're going to do. So it's, it's... I've been playing it on the PC, and one of my gripes was uh, the controls aren't that smooth on the PC. <laughs> yeah, I mean... Like, I had to run. I had to hold down the run button just to jump over the first barrier on the first level. And then after I made it, it said, by the way, you can push this button to run. And I'm like, yeah, I had, I kept dying. Oh, I couldn't on, make on it the over Wii U there. Version, it tells you the first time you jump what the, what the run button is. See, it didn't do that oh, on the okay. PC. That, that actually came after you jumped over that, that crack. And I'm just like, I died a few times. I'm like, damn it. I figured it, <laughs> it was just like the Mario brothers. Where you hold yeah. I, I'm, I will jump, say, so. I, you know, me, I'm, I'm so used to playing Nintendo platformers that it's almost like, uh, even if the game doesn't have a run button, it's like I'm holding nature. it down. <laughs> it's it's yeah, just like, it's just the nature. way of life when it comes to 2d platforming. Um, but but it's it it has a lot in common with Mario Brothers. You could tell that they were huge fans of Mario Brothers, um, the the designers, because the, in each level, instead of collecting like your three golden stars, you're collecting three golden paper clips. Um, you you could also collect the golden button in each level, and what that'll do is that'll unlock um, mini games later on, which are basically infinite runner games. I I don't want to really spoil anything. Um, but I mean, so that's what you'll be unlocking later when you move through it. Uh, one thing I really did like about it is the overworld map is actually kind of a level within itself as, as well. Like you, you have like hidden, um, levels or hidden areas where you can find different stuff in the overworld maps as well. You could even find like hidden levels Mm -hmm. to play. So that, that, that's kind of a unique thing. Um, another, another cool thing I liked about the game was that, um, they, they mix up the levels a little bit. There'll be one where like you, you go on a sled, a sled to through the level. Uh, another one has like you going into a submarine. So it's not just 2d platforming. They, they, they mix it up by putting other things in there. And there's even some pretty cool boss fights in, in there that I, I enjoyed. 
Sweet. Um, the other game I've been playing this week uh, was Ballpoint Universe Infinite. Okay, I, I didn't mess the name up. I was afraid I was going to mess the name up. <laughs> I kept calling it Ballpoint it's University a cool, It looks like a cool reason. game, though. What was that? It looks like a cool game. Yeah, it, that's another game that has a really unique um, art style. It's from Arachnid Games. It's I want to say it was originally on Steam as well, maybe. Um, it, it, it definitely was on um pc i don't i don't remember if it was steam but i'm pretty sure it was steam and um yeah they have one on pc uh, yeah Yeah. and so the whole game the all the art style in the whole game is made from a ballpoint pen so it's all hand drawn um and it's on a ballpoint pen and it's cool because it's two game like genres mashed together the main overworld is 2d platforming but the like that's that's kind of like your hub more than it is the actual game um, so, so you walk around and you could you could find hidden things in there. You talk to people who kind of like push you in the right direction. But um, since there's no map, it kind of gets confusing. So, because there, there's a lot of areas where you're crossing bridges to go to like the background. Like it's like layer on top of layer. It, it's hard to explain. Mm-hmm. But basically, like you go over like a bridge. It's all 2D, and then you hit A, and then it brings you to like the sheet behind that like the main screen. So it's like mutant muds, kind of. Um. No, because it makes it your primary focus. Oh, like it actually oh. moves the whole main screen to the back. So it's it, oh yeah okay. yeah yeah. So it's oh. like so it's like working at like at like a Z level where you're actually moving into the correct. Space. Exactly. That's okay. it. It's, I was also gonna say it's like hard to explain, but it's it. But so so there's multiple paths you can go that way. But the only issue with that wow. is is like there's, since there's no map, it's kind of really hard to tell where you're going. Um, <laughs> and what like what plane it's feels like a three-dimensional level thing so you're not sure what plane you're exactly in. um but then then when you come across like the different levels that when it actually takes you into the level then it's a 2d side-scrolling shooter um kind of like okay. Radius. that's awesome so it's like different styles of gameplay combined yeah. together. and 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 that's cool because it keeps you it can't kind of keeps you guessing between area of what you're doing um so right away when you go into the shooting area it brings you to a shop um they give you four four things of ink which is the currency in the game and it makes you buy one of each item to get it. So you got like armor and, and your weapon and stuff like that. So it makes you buy it. But so it's it kind of shows you the it, it shows you like the reins of the um of what to do in the shop, and then it throws you into the mm-hmm. game. So so from then you, you're in a 2D shooting world like Gradius, where you're you know you're taking out enemy ships and and whatever else they the kind of enemies they're throwing at you and you, you collect ink that yeah. way and then there's a boss fight at the end of those and that so there's like 16 levels like that and that's actually like the main gist of the game is that the the rest of it's kind of just okay. kind of thrown in there as like instead of just setting up the game as level structure which actually i kind of would have liked better because it's it feels really clunky when you're in the 2d level besides the fact of even getting lost like sometimes you'll go to jump and like if you jump too close to the wall you'll kind of like hit off the wall and bounce backwards so like you have to like hmm. i'm gonna have to just play it to see yeah you have to like make the actual jump clearance over like onto the platform if you hit the side of it it actually like hit detects it and bounces you back so it kind of feels really like clunky and it feels like it stutters and skips sometimes which um could be an it, the same like frame rate rise like what like with, with the frame rate you mean? yeah yeah the frame rate um it, if you ever played armillo um they had the same issue and what their issue was and i wonder if it's the same thing with the arachnid games where they only tested it on the dev kit so they oh, so since yeah. it's more powerful when they actually get it onto the retail models 
it kind of has like a little skip to it, and that that's what was happening with that's what it is. Armillo. But theirs theirs was a little different, Armillo, because theirs was because um I remember the Fuzzy Wuzzy said that it was because of their music because they had su- such like long music or such big music uh, files. Well, it's the high fidelity. That's what mm-hmm. it is, and having the processor speed to handle both the high fidelity graphics and sound at the same. Yeah, time. Yeah, I guess when it was loading the when it was loading the track up, it would like hiccup, and that's what it that's what was causing it. But they they patched okay. it and actually that fixed sense. that in um, Armillo, so Armillo's good to go and patched up. But that's that's right. what I've been playing. Um, a little sneak preview of what I'll be talking about next week. Um, I'll be talking about Lone Survivor mm-hmm. Director's Cut for the Wii U, and I will also be talking about FIFA 15 from EA for the PS4. Look at you trying to be all fancy, giving people previews of what you're going to talk about next hey, week. Hey, I'm just trying to you know whet their appetite. <laughs> I'm just giving you a hard time. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So I've been playing uh, The Wolf Among Us for uh, Xbox One, and I will have to say this game is freaking awesome. Um, I just, I cranked through the first three episodes, got two reviews done, and you, sir, have to publish my first review. (laughs) I will. Um. (laughs) Uh, So hopefully I can link that to the podcast notes afterwards for you guys to see. But, um... The Wolf Among Us is awesome. It's it's based on a Vertigo comic, and um, I don't know. The writing is really awesome. The action scenes are intense and happen quickly, and, it's, and they all impact what you do in the world, and characters remember what you said and what you've done, so you have to kind of be careful. It, it's really fun, too, because at the end, when you complete a chapter, it will tell you what the percentage of what everybody else has done. It correlates all this data and shows you, like, 80% of people did what you did, um, and then the rest didn't, and vice versa. So it's really neat. Um, the sound is awesome. Graphics are beautiful. I don't know. It's just, it's a great game. I'm having fun so yeah, far. Yeah, I, I played through the first two uh, chapters, and I enjoyed it. I felt like the language was a little, was a little over the top. Um, I did like the, the... I don't know. <laughs> it adds to the world. I, it doesn't bother me at all, personally. Um, it... It, um, it wouldn't bother me if it wasn't yeah. so much. It it just seems like it, it seems like it's a little much in my opinion. And that's I mean, I I, I you know. are you softening up since you have a kid? What's going on? Man? Wow. <laughs> no, I'm not softening up. <laughs> I just I, I I've always felt that way. Even when I'm watching like a rated R movie, I feel like if you're just cursing for the sake of cursing, it's kind of. I don't know, man. These people are experiencing intense situations. I would be probably swearing more if I was in their their place because they're seeing people like I don't want to spoil any. I'm not going to spoil any stories, but people are dying. People are getting beaten up. I mean, people are just like this world is like a beautiful, magical, dark, yet, you know, brutal world that they're living in. It kind of reminds me of if anyone watches the TV shows Once Upon a Time or Grimm, it kind of reminds me of those, but definitely R-rated. Yeah, because they yeah. they t- they take liberties um, with a bunch of the fairy tale characters, and they kind of they they have a um, I, I'm not gonna ruin any of the story, but they have a reason why that they're in the real world, and it 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 all comes together, and it's it it's pretty cool. Yeah, I mean it's it, like I said, it's it's a great story. Um, you know, it had a big shadow to overcome with The Walking Dead. You know, I mean, but it's based on Bill Willingham's Fables comic book series. So, um, you know, that's published by Vertigo. So it's it's a good story and graphics are amazing. They brought it to life really well, I think. Uh, and when you discover new characters, you're like, oh, my gosh. So it does kind of have that once upon a time vibe, but like a more adult version. Yeah, of it. definitely. <laughs> 
Uh, but yeah, if if violence, uh, swearing, and nudity aren't your thing in video games, there's all of that in there, and people are turned off by that. But I'm more in it for the story. I don't like wait for things like that. <laughs> I was about to say, so, unlike Mike, he's more uh, turned on by that. But <laughs> no, 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 not at all. It's not even like that. It's like the story kind of hooks you in, and you like want to solve this case, and like it's really detailed about how you can solve crime scenes and like connect evidence with each other and when you connect evidence like you make these connections and it unlocks things in this fable book and you can kind of go through it and see the progress that you've made so if, it's i don't know and, it's kind of like what i like yeah and if, if, if you've ever played any telltale games and you're fans of those i mean this is definitely gonna be right up your alley it's a really good story and oh, and, yeah. and it plays very similar to, to to their other games um but but it does have new stuff in there um you, you know i i really just recommend playing it Rather than because it's it's really hard to talk about a game that's completely based off a story without talking about the story, so I I kind of want to just leave it at that. Yeah, I mean, and let me know what you think about my my review too, because I kind of wrote it in a way to keep it as vague as possible, but still give it a good review and talk about the story without giving details. Yeah, that's so. an issue I was having with Lone Survivor actually, because I couldn't really talk too much about the story, like um when I was playing through it because it's the same kind of thing where it's, it's like if you talk anything about it you could possibly ruin it for the people so yeah and I put a warning above like I, I put like it can may contain light spoilers but like I did everything I possibly could to avoid actually giving away any like oh my gosh you but, know but you know we also have to do our due deals. diligence so they're not walking away feeling like we didn't Absolutely. give them anything so that's Exactly, and I don't want to feel like people are thinking I'm half-assing a review. I'm I'm really not. Like I assured you, I played all of it and more. So <laughs> it's fun to go back and play it and do it a different way. You know. Yeah, exactly. Um, but uh, yeah. So the other game I've been playing is Alien Isolation. Like I love that game. I keep talking about it, but I'm playing it all the way through. I did a let's play walkthrough of Mission Four and published that on the site. I will keep adding the links for all my walkthroughs so people can see them and go through them if they like and i also played the dlc stuff so i played the crew expendables um and then i also played the last survivor and those two are short uh dlcs but they're really really good in fact i actually played both the dlcs and then i went and watched alien uh the movie and then i went back and played them again and i'm just like wow this is just freaking awesome it looks just like the ship like the nostromos awesome. and like everything that you do in the game you do it like they did in the movie so i don't know it's it's pretty freaking did awesome did you watch the and um, I, and first movie or the second movie alien, alien the, the first Scott one. movie the really scott okay. movie yes correct um because it's based on the first oh, okay one. yeah though the dlc is because you're playing as amanda uh Ripley. so is the so does the daughter. actual game then take place before, or is where does the DLC take oh, place in s- in conjunction to in the, the canon of the first or, or of the rest of the game, the original content of the game? The DLC is prior; it's before. Oh, so, so it's it's a what happens DLC. to Helen Ripley, her mother. Yeah, it's the prequel. Okay. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah, which is pretty dang awesome. Uh, and then you're playing what happens in the future with um, Amanda Ripley, Helen's daughter. Okay. Which is kind of, which is cool. Um, 
But yeah, so keep an eye out for more walkthroughs and yeah, that it's perfect game to play because of Halloween coming up. Yeah, too. so I'm gonna segue. Um, I'm actually gonna segue your game into what um to a news piece, um because actually I I really when you get back from your Seattle trip I would really like to use the new PS4 system update that comes out tomorrow to play the share play so I can actually play uh, Alien, and t- and check it out. <laughs> oh yeah, okay. Um, so let's jump into news then. Go yeah, ahead. so so tomorrow um. <laughs> The first major PS4 system updates coming out. I say major because this is going to 2.0. To me, anytime it goes to a, a, the next version, that's really the biggest, you know, change that they're going to be making. Um, the, you know, all, all the rest, oh, yeah. they'll add stuff here and there. But this this one's actually pretty big. So the first thing they're adding, and this was for the PlayStation 4 for everybody, you know. Well, what else would they be updating? <laughs> not the Wii, because Anthony always talks about. I'll the get Wii, out of here. I right? played my PS4. <laughs> it's not my fault they don't make original games on it. Anyways, um, so I'm just addressing that. <laughs> so, anyways, the first the first feature we'll talk about is the share play. I already kind of made mention to that. So what the what the share play is is it's going to allow um, again. They, they explained it as a virtual couch experience, so you can do local co-op games um, with your friends by sharing your screen with them. So you could actually play mm-hmm. games that aren't online online, which is really cool. Um, they say they said you don't have to have a PlayStation Plus membership for some of the features, but some of them you do. Oh. Um, I, I'm hmm. not sure which ones you do and you don't. I'm not. I don't think they were very clear on it. Um, I wonder if I could set up a share play for you to play like one of the alien DLCs, let you play it and then have me twitch it and comment on it while you're playing. Um, probably. Okay. So, so actually I just did a little research and the share screen, so you can share a screen with a friend and allows them to spectate. Mm -hmm. The friend does not need to have PlayStation plus to, to do that. Um, to, 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 most people do have it though. Right. (laughs) Yeah. So, so you can hand over your controller to the guest the hosts then would need to have the PlayStation Plus, but again, the guests would not have to have PlayStation Plus. So share screen is actually can, can go both ways without no, any Plus memberships. But if okay, you want, but to play, but it, if you want to play the game, the host needs to have Plus. That makes sense. It's a bonus feature. Yeah. So so again, um, then if if you want to do the local co- couch co-op, both players have to have Plus. Which that that I, I completely right. understand that that makes sense. Yeah, totally. so I have no so problem yeah, with I, that. again, I have no problem with that. Um, I, it's a feature that was really a selling point to me on the PS4, and I was really interested in it. And they're just launching it now. Yeah, and it's <laughs> so it's a year later, but they but it, but it's coming out. Um, and at first, the the way they were making it sound, where their whole selling thing, I remember back back at E3 a year and a half ago, they were like, oh, you know, if you get stuck in a spot, your friend could help you out. Like, that doesn't sell me. Um, the, the virtual couch, like the fact that I can go on there and play Towerfall Ascension with my friend or, you know, Crimson Land, like games that yeah, I wish were online. That's pretty bad. Yeah, exactly. Games I wish I'm were online but aren't. That. Like that's cool to me. Um, yeah. So some of the other features are they added, YouTube. Um, there's new options now for your share button. You can now upload uh, your videos directly to YouTube. Mm-hmm. That um, which is cool. Yeah, um, they added themes and colors, and tomorrow they will also or I don't want to say tomorrow because when when it launches, <laughs> I'll say because we're recording yeah, this on kidding. Monday. It's coming out on Tuesday, but you might not hear this till Tuesday. So when when the when the update launches, they're gonna give us uh, Destiny and Call of Duty Advanced Warfighter themes and skins for the um for the background for free. 
and that that comes with it. Um, they're they're gonna do Sweet. they have live broadcasting enhancements, which will include search filters, archive broadcast support for those. Um, there's updates to the content area in the library. They don't really mention what they are, so I just hope it's retuned a lot because that that's one of my biggest gripes is if, if I haven't played oh, yeah. a game in five months, it take you have to go all the way back to to find the last time you played it. And it's it's really cumbersome. Well, it's annoying too. Like it's hard to find out in the store what you purchased recently. It's it, it's kind of. I had an issue with that the other day, and I'm like, did I purchase that? I can't. I don't see it, but I know I hit confirm and I saw a receipt. Where the hell is it? Yeah, like, yeah, exactly. I don't know. Um, th- there's a USB music player now, which I'm not really sure why you would do this or what what it adds, what kind of bonus feature it adds to it. But basically, you could put your music on a USB stick and plug it in, and then you could listen to it. Um, I I don't know. I'd rather them. I'm sure it won't work with downloaded music like pirated music. Well, like, I don't know why it wouldn't. <laughs> it's probably just gonna look for an MP3 I, or MP4. Because they're DRM crap. Like they had issues with that with the PlayStation 3 near the end of that yeah. cycle because. People were like plugging in their hard drives, trying to play movies, and it would check DRMs online and say, "Sorry, this is a pirated movie. You can't That's play it." That's true, this. but I, I, you know, I really don't like. I, I would rather them just bring back the media. Not server. that I advocate that. <laughs> Want to just clearly say, not that I advocate that at all, but you know, I heard about that. <laughs> yeah, and I, I just, I don't know. Like to me, like, it, like I still think the media server functionality would be better than the USB music stick. Like, I, I just don't. Yeah. I don't know. I agree. And then, um. They're, they said they're also going to make the activity feed more relevant and timely. So I, I really don't even look at the activity feed, so I can really care less about that. I do, so I can laugh at people. <laughs> Why? So, and then you could cry <laughs> when you see me getting achievements that you can't get. No, and I just text you about them, and you're like, what are you talking about? I'm like, I just saw your achievement. And you're like, whatever. <laughs> but So that's um, it for the, um, the so PlayStation yeah. 4 2.0. All right, well, I'm going to segue back into the other news kind of relevant to what we're talking about, Wolf Among Us. And today, uh, I think it was Laura from Telltale, well, from a press company that represents Telltale, um, she announced that Game of Thrones by Telltale will be out and debuting this year. They did not confirm any dates, but it's confirmed that it will be coming out this year, which I am extremely excited about because I'm a huge Game of Thrones fan. Yeah, I I enjoy Um, Game of Thrones as well. Yeah. So is there any that. word on when the Borderlands Telltale games coming out? You know, I haven't heard anything yeah, from I that. I'll email them and either. find out and get some press news about that. It's been quiet, but I know I hope it's soon. So is the Game of Thrones <laughs> is that game going to actually follow the story? So if you already watched it, you know, or is it a completely original story? I don't know anything about it yet. I mean, there's very minimal details they're willing to share, mm-hmm. but um, you know, they're just they're not really saying anything about it, to be honest with you. I don't know. I hope that it's a story around someone that's not in the show. Yeah, I, I agree. Cool. Or, you know, just like a side story would be really cool. Yeah. And maybe... That's sanctioned maybe, by the, the writers of Game of Thrones. Yeah, Strong. maybe like a you side... Because I mean? when it's sanctioned, they get help. Mm-hmm. Maybe like a side story with like where you, you kind of meet the main characters like in their kind of side, side characters in the story. Yeah, or just something that happened in the show that... um. Like that that they didn't go into detail about, but like this shows the extra detail. Yeah, you know I, I would mean? be okay with that. Like that would be awesome. Like they're like, oh yeah, by the way, these people did this, but this is the adventure of doing this. Like, um, that would be awesome. Yeah. But we'll see. We'll see more details on that. So later. go ahead and um, I will keep you all posted. Go ahead and talk about your World of Warcraft news. Um, 
Oh, we're going to jump around to them? Okay. Um, <laughs> I was going to say just talk about your Nintendo news and get it over with. <laughs> oh, man. Such haters, I swear. If you want to talk about Nintendo, Let's we can talk about Nintendo. Let's get the Nintendo news over with. So, All right, let's do that. That way I can talk about Xbox stuff and PC stuff, and then you guys can be like, oh, wow, we talked about more stuff. So yeah. on that's not Nintendo. On really. Thursday the <laughs> 23rd, I believe it was. Yes, uh, on the 23rd I think so. of October, um, Nintendo had a direct for the Smash Brothers, which they had not 50 facts, which they were supposed to have, 54 facts about Smash Brothers. I'm not going to go list them all through. Um, if you want to see them, Thank you, can you. Fi- you can find them somewhere. <laughs> it's, 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 it's a lot. But I'm just going to... Maybe you can write about it. I post it online and link it for everyone. Yeah, I'll, I'll try to find them all and, and get them up online for you guys so you can look at it. I'll, I'll just kind of right. hit on the big topics. Um, the, the first huge kind of topic was that it's going to support eight players now. Um, which is yeah, awesome. Th- not every map will be able to contain the eight players. There's special maps for the eight ones that for the eight player mode. That's they're bigger maps. Um, unfortunately, it's not online, but I, I don't really care because that's kind of crazy, anyways. Four players online Wait, is good eight, enough. So for the me. eight players is only local. Yeah, eight players is only local. Well, that's awesome. I'll never be playing it because I don't have eight friends that live right close by. <laughs> well, you could always put your amiibos in there and play eight player with amiibos. With myself? Yeah, you can put eight eight computer controlled characters and amiibos in there. I don't think that's just too much work. Oh no, you can you can level them up faster. You can, you'll be you'll I be guess. leveling like seven at a time. I would prefer to play online. That'd be awesome. Well, we'll be playing four player online. All right. Anyways, sorry. No, you're <laughs> fine. So, um. So yeah, so there's eight player local now. There's four player online. Um, another news is, and it's not launching with the game, but later on there's going to be a tournament mode that they're going to release, so you can do up to 64 player tournaments online, and you could host them. Mm-hmm. So that that's really that's really big news actually, because um, we'll actually probably host a game gravy tournament, I would imagine, at Heck some yeah. point. We'll twitch that too. That'd be awesome. Um, they went through and they detailed a little bit more of the amiibo news and what they do, and so basically your amiibo will level up alongside of you. If you take it to a friend's house and use it on their Smash Brothers, you actually can level it faster, and it, it, it learns based off of your friend's moves then, and it could bring back gifts from the for the game for you. Um, another way to nice. level them up quicker is to... You, you get items that you can customize your me characters with. Um, well, you can... Instead of, like, customizing them, you could kind of break them down and give them to the... Like outfits and yeah, stuff? Yeah, and you can break them down and give them to the, the Amiibos to level them up, like kind of trade it in for, for leveling up points. Neat. Yeah. Um, another cool thing with the Amiibo characters is that, um, you know, of course they've been talking about that, the fact that they're cross-platform with the other games, um, but in the actual Smash Brothers, another neat, unique thing is how they learn to play based off of how you play. So if you actually, they said if you play a game with no items, they won't know how to use items if they're in a game with items. When you oh, bring them over. Yeah, so so they learn basically off how, how you play games. Which, which is hmm. really unique. All so right. And you can level them up to level 50. And basically, that's that's what they announced there. So um, yeah, I really want to get a ha- some hands-on time with them to kind of see how... Uh, I'm going to start off, I'll probably get a few of them... And, well, dude, when I come out to visit, I'll have to bring all my Amiibos. Yeah, definitely. Then. And you should probably bring your Wii U <laughs> so I could get some cheaply. I'm not bringing my whole Wii U with me. That's ridiculous. <laughs> it's not ridiculous. Get out of here. 
Can I bring my gamepad, though, and hook it up to your Wii U? I, that probably, would be awesome. Yeah, but it probably wouldn't do anything because there's no game support to Wii uh, gamepads. I know. I, that's what I'm saying. That would be cool if I could bring my gamepad and my Amiibos and then play with you that way and link them on, on your yeah, system. Yeah, I agree. That, so um, some sweet. other cool news is basically every single mode that they're bringing back is two-player co-op. You can do the stadium events two-player co-op. You can do the challenges two-player co-op. You can do um, the classic mode two-player co-op. There, basically, and if if it's in the game, you could play it co-op. Um, nice. Yeah, there's also a, a board game mode where you where you. Uh, it's it's kind of go go look at that online. It's hard for me to explain what what it is, but basically, you, you're going around a board and you're picking up. The like basically like almost like it's like trophies or amiibos of the characters, and you build your team, and then at the end you you face off and you and you get those characters to play as as your stock in in the battle. So it's it's kind of like a unique um, little uh, game to play with it. But that's that's basically the major things. There's also like a crap ton of music in the game. Um, If you go look at the composer list, it's uh, I think there's like almost a hundred different composers that put music into the game. Oh, and uh, actually nice. one more thing that um, if you own both the 3DS game and the Wii U game um, and oh, yeah. you register them both, you get, you the, get the soundtrack the plus you also get Mewtwo uh, <laughs> DLC. And I told you that's why I'm getting both. Yeah, I, I'll probably See? get the, the other one at, uh, for Christmas. So I'm curious how many people are going to get both or none at all. Well, I, I'm just, <laughs> honestly the Mewtwo is what sold me because I don't want to not have a character. Yeah, I might put a poll in this in this podcast thing just to see if people are getting the Wii U, 3DS, both or or nothing at all, just for fun, just so we can see. Yeah, you should. How many people are excited for this? I you will do it. Do um, it now. Now that the Nintendo news is over, are you good? Did you get it all yeah, out of your it's, system? Yeah, it's all out of my system. All right, I'm going to talk about um, some Microsoft stuff, some Xbox stuff. Um, so Microsoft announced that the Xbox One is going to be dropping in price this holiday season. Starting um, November 2nd. There's going to be a – okay, yeah, November 2nd. I was getting to that. But they're going to have a bunch of different bundles. They're going to have the uh, Assassin's Creed uh, Unity bundle for $349. And 99 cents. Um <laughs> In 99 cents. <laughs> uh, and they're also going to have the Sunset Overdrive bundle, which is available now, but it's in limited quantities, and it's the same price. Um, and they're also going to have the Call of Duty Advanced Warfare bundle. Do any of these bundles come uh, with a Kinect? Well, that one's, wait, that one's more expensive. That one's $449 okay. starting on November 3rd because it comes with a one terabyte hard drive oh, that's nice. and a custom controller. And a limited edition exoskeleton thing, plus a digital copy of the game. So, I mean, that's a little bit much, but whatever. It's still kind of cool. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. Honestly, $349 is not that bad compared to the original launch price, which was like, what, $500? Yeah. So, um, you should probably get one. <laughs> yeah, I got to pay for my Nintendo games. Bayonetta's first. Yeah, whatever. Um, <laughs> so, the second uh, Xbox news is uh, I saw uh, some news posted that Microsoft's going to be hosting a launch of Sunset Overdrive tonight. Um, and that's going to be going on, um, I believe, the founder of uh, Insomniac Games, the CEO, Ted Price, 
uh, and the game director of, of Sunset Overdrive, um, Drew Murray. They're going to kick off the launch of Sunset Overdrive. I didn't realize it was out already. Uh, but 9 p.m. Eastern time, and which is also 6 p.m. Pacific time tonight, which is Monday, uh, they're going to be doing this live play and launch celebration of Sunset Overdrive. Uh, so you can check that out on, on the Microsoft site, the Xbox site. So yeah, that's kind of cool. Yeah, that's a, I might have to get that. That's actually one of the games that was on my radar for the for the Xbox One. That was kind of the game where I was like, yeah, that, that would probably get me to buy the system, and the fact that it's coming back with good reviews is kind of pushing me that way. I d- well, I played I just it don't ha- at E3. It's amazing. I can vouch for it. It's it's a great game. It's really fun. It's different, too, than what I'm used to playing. Yeah, so. I just, and the online is, is great as well. So. Yeah, I just don't have the money for um, a new system. I know. I'm going to probably get it free from our Microsoft reps because I get to see them tomorrow in Seattle because <laughs> I'm going to Redmond. So, <laughs> Woo-hoo. so I'll let you know what it's like and if I get a copy. And if they're listening to this, I'm not assuming I'm going to get one. So. <laughs> I'm going to ask politely and hope that you have an extra copy for me. <laughs> um, so let's hop on to, as I backpedal, let's uh, hop on to the next bit of PC news, which is World of Warcraft, Warlords of Draenor. Um, that's been hu- being hyped up a lot recently. Have you seen any of the commercials on TV and and online? Um, Yeah, I did watch a couple of them. They look really cool. You got, like, you got the, the Death Stare one, and uh, there's just a whole bunch of um, crazy TV commercials. It makes it look intriguing, and I know all about it. I'm a World of Warcraft nerd, so I'm not going to rant on about it. But I know it's been a while since you played. And um, Warlords of Warlords of Draenor actually come out comes out um, November 13th, uh, which is coming up soon, yeah. in a couple weeks. Um, and it pretty much includes levels uh, 91 to 100. And right now there's a world event going on that they're opening up the dark portal and people can experience the beginning gameplay of the introduction to this expansion. Also, um, if you pre-order the game, you can download the whole thing now in preparation. So when the 13th hits at midnight, you can automatically start playing. It's like a pre, a pre download patch. So it just gets everything booted up and ready for you to go. Uh, which is kind of awesome. Um, the other thing that's kind of um, crazy, and I think it's it's patch uh, six point zero two. It's called the Iron Tide. That's the event, and it is it is live now on the server. So if you like wanted to play it, you totally could. So is it? Um, um, you probably is can, it level but... hundred right now, or is it just ninety right now? <laughs> no, no, it's level ninety okay. right I, that, now. That so. I was playing it when it was ninety. So that must have been the Panda expansion, really? right? Yeah, missed. Yeah, Pandaria. I played that. So are you level ninety? No, I didn't. I barely even played it when I played it. I only played it for like a month or two. <laughs> then what? Get out of my face! You don't know what the game, the end game. No, I is. don't. I'll, I'll admit you know it. what you can. Oh, that that okay. That reminds me. Okay, so the whole thing about Warlords of Draenor, when you purchase it, right, you get a free boost. It includes a level character boost up to ninety. So you can automatically like if you didn't like. A lot of new players or, or returning old players are like, man, I am not going to level up from 50 to 90 just to play this new expansion with my friends. Or, or like you, like you're probably level like 60-something, right? I don't even remember. Um, or like 50. I remember you're like 50 in the 60 range. But like if you bought this game, you could you get a free character boost to 90, and we could just go together the first day and start playing the expansion content. 
and you'll be completely geared and completely like have all your level 90 spells and be ready to go. I think that's an awesome feature because then you can backpedal and check out all the other content as yeah, well. Yeah, and, and it gives you, like, and you said your friends can use it too. What do you mean? Yeah, anybody that purchases the game gets a free boost. Yeah, can't you, um, if, if your friends party with you, don't they get a boost too? Or was that something else I was, I'm thinking of? That's different. That's that's the extra experience point. So if I like resurrect you like the scroll of resurrection, you'll get extra experience oh, okay. points. I te- I guess technically if I gave you the scroll of resurrection, you re-signed up for World of Warcraft, bought Warlords of Draenor, you'd get the boost to 90. You boost to 90 on launch day or you can boost to 90 actually now. And on launch day, activate the scroll of resurrection, we could get extra additional XP and get to 100 quicker. We should do that. Gotcha. I'll pay for it. <laughs> uh, I'm not gonna. I, I, I just demand your commitment. I demand your commitment, and I'll pay. I'll fork I, it I up. I can't. I can't guarantee commitment now. when I got Destiny and other stuff to play. I know. I've been playing that game at all. I'm not even gonna talk about yep. it. Um, <laughs> uh, but anywho, that that's horse, enough right? of that. But I will. I will. I do want to announce that, like, um, for, now that we're at least we're talking about World of Warcraft. Um, that the BlizzCon event's coming up November 7th and 8th. That's kind of like a, a Blizzard event. It's a BlizzCon conference, and they talk about all the games that Blizzard does, including World of Warcraft and all the other games. Um, and, like, Hearthstone and... Do I need to name them all, or do you guys... No, no. I'm not sure everybody knows what Blizzard makes at this point. Uh, okay, cool. Well, guess what? Metallica is headlining the BlizzCon event this year. That's cool. Like... It's pretty crazy. The ra- last year, I believe it was Foo Fighters. This year, it's Metallica. So they're they're ramping up their game and getting real awesome like band. Well, so is awesome, it uh, but sad they're getting but good, true? Great bands. Yeah, dude. That's... <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah. Ta-da. Um. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, but yeah, so that'll be interesting. And if you you can actually um pre-order a digital ticket i think it's like 30 or 40 dollars to actually watch the the virtual con blizzcon and you'll get still perks for world of warcraft you'll get some additional items in a, a pet and you'll be able it'll archive it so if you miss the event because you're working you can watch it digitally later for a while and you also get discounts to their um their clothing store and, and merch store for the blizzcon which is kind of cool um and that's pretty much it in regards to uh to news yeah um Trying to think of we diversified it this week, yeah, dude. We did I'm a good job. I'm trying to think if there's anything else I can think <laughs> of that that went on this past uh, week. I can. I watched uh, the Agents of Shield. I caught up. Well, on Well, I am one week behind, so I'm sorry that we can't talk about it. Okay. Well, episode six, I didn't see. Well, whatever this past week was, I didn't see. Yeah, episode six. I haven't seen that, but I saw up to episode five. I don't think there is six episodes. Yeah, the sixth one just came out. Oh, that's out. crazy. I, I haven't even realized there was that many episodes this season so far. You know yeah. what I did finish? Unless I'm completely delusional. Do I have to look this up on Hulu so people don't start emailing me nasty emails saying you're an idiot, you're no. wrong? Because that happens But, but I did finish season two of Arrow, <laughs> so are you are you up to date with Arrow? I haven't even oh, watched any of Arrow, me. to be honest with you. Actually, you know what? My cousin Eddie... He's he's made me watch some of Arrow, and I do like it. I've seen a lot of. I take that back. I've seen a lot of um, season one. I'm not sure how far I got into it, but it was pretty good. What I did see. You got to see season two, man. Um, the the writing is just so amazing in that season. 
Well, I got to see how far I saw into season one. Because like I said, he started playing them. He was like, oh, you have to watch this. This is season good. And it was. From what I saw, it was Season good. one's really a setup. Um, actually, you know what? I'm going to correct myself here. Uh, the Agent of Shield. There's only five episodes, and episode five was the newest okay, one. Okay, I see. So I haven't. I've I've only seen four. Yeah, same here. I saw all four. I haven't seen five yet. Okay. So and number five is like a hen and the wolf's. Yeah, something. I'm actually pretty impressed know. with uh, Agents of Shield so far. They've been it's it's a lot better than season yeah. one. Um, They're doing a great yeah, job. Yeah, like the uh, I still have to catch up on the Walking Dead. By the way, I I've only watched the intro. Uh, the the episode one I have not seen any of the newer ones. I I've seen the first that. episode as well. I've been just so busy. Have you seen any of the new ones? I've seen the first episode. Okay, well that's cool. What'd you think of it? Um, I I like the the um the trough scene. Um, yeah, that was pretty intense. Did you did you stick stick around to watch the special Walking Dead afterwards? No, like the Talking mm-hmm. Dead. So they said that the actors that were involved in that scene had no idea like how the um the blood thing was going to work when they're you know yeah slid in their throats in the trough and um sorry if you if you people haven't watched that yet but it, it's been out for a while so watch it <laughs> anyways the squibs that they built for that were untested and they had no idea how it was going to work so when these actors were leaned over and they bursted them those reactions that they got were 100% natural and the freak out that they did and the whole like their eyes being all wide and just how crazy it looked and having the wa- the blood drain go to the drain like that's all natural because they, they waited till they filmed it to get the reactions, which is super. Yeah, awesome. That is pretty cool. And they did a good job like dehumanizing people. It really shocked me that this episode was good. Like it was the whole build up from, you know, the season prior. And I think they gave us what we needed in the first episode. Yeah, my, my only um, I was scared we were going to be there the whole is the whole um, season. I, I, I hate like the whole Hollywood structure of like the the i don't know it just it's so irritating where like the um where the like the deaths are so it's not really the deaths but it, it when, when like people get rescued it's like a whole like it's a whole set of like not not circumstantial stuff but it's it's coincidence like it just so happened by coincidence that the zombie started walking towards the, the terminus and then just by coincidence she shoots no. the she shoots the gasoline barrel and it explodes right I don't think that was an accident that just happens the reason the reason why they normally don't do that is because that guy shoots off the fireworks in different locations at a timed interval and it distracts the zombies and they go to all those other locations and then they're safe for the night because they're all wandering around he didn't get a chance to do that because he was tied up in the shack with the um that dude with the baby i forget his yeah, name but it, but it, but it and, all um, but but all of that coincidental stuff was the reason why glenn didn't die and that that irritates me i don't know if that was all coincidence. it is because he was about to get his head smacked over the he was about to get smacked over the head with a baseball bat two times and he gets interrupted by stupid crap yeah i guess i mean sure it's the whole drama part in the suspense. Oh, I, I understand I'm the, glad he the didn't suspense, but like to me, like the way Game of Thrones is and the way they like pull death scenes off from there, you're just like you'll just be watching it one second and you're just like, holy crap, what just happened? Like I like well, I, well those scenes are still gonna happen, I have I feeling. hope so because just... like because you know what when I'm watching something like that, it, it's so Hollywood to do it that way, to to make it by coincidence. It's so Hollywood that the good guy lives and stuff. I I, I like the fact that 
Dude, I read I read some of the comics. We're in for a bunch of surprises, I, I think, so. if they follow. Although, I don't know, because the comics are different than the show in certain regards. So, um, Like, even like I've even watched some do. other shows that are on cable television. Like, even Sons of Anarchy has some seasons where you're just like, wow, did that just happen? Yeah, no, I get what you mean. I'm glad it went down the way it did, though, so... Shut your face. <laughs> I, you know, it's just like it's it's just like whenever they go into a scene, and you're like, wow, wow, how are they going to get out of this? And then when somebody doesn't get out of it, it means so much more. Well, of course, because it has a huge impact to the storyline and the characters with that. Yeah, I, I mean, you know what the Walking Dead's issue is? Is they don't do a good job of building up new characters to take over the roles of existing characters to kill them off. Well, they may do that. I don't know. We haven't but, seen any of the but, new episodes. But, I mean, you're still, like, walking around with the same people that are from the beginning. Like, the... Well, did you hear about what they're doing, how they're doing the spinoff of new people? No, I didn't hear that. Where is it going to take place? So there's going to be a spinoff. There's going to be a spinoff show of a new crew. Technically, like, The Walking Dead could keep going on and following well, yeah, different just groups. Could pick a different I, state. I think, this is the last, <laughs> I think this is the last season of The Walking Dead with this crew. So anything goes, I think, and the next season that comes out will be a whole spinoff of Walking Dead. Well, they almost with have another to, crew. considering how popular it is right now. Well, and that's my—that's what I think is going to happen. I've read it online. I don't know if that's a hundred percent. Don't quote me on that being a hundred percent factual. But from the articles that I've read, it looks like that they're introducing um, a spinoff that's going to be with a different group. And when this season ends of Walking Dead, it's going to be the end of this crew. Not necessarily meaning they're going to die, but we're going to follow someone else. And who knows with the spinoff, they may link the, the two groups together and watch them interact. I, I mean, they, the world is is open of the possibilities of what they could possibly do with the story. Well, the only issue with that is they're going to have to do something quick if they're going to still have Carl in it because Carl's going to be a freaking grown adult by the time they get around to mixing the groups I'm sure they'll have Carl Papa around so (laughs) (laughs) but have you seen that rap no so there is a funny rap that um what is it they did a bad lip reading is a YouTube channel and they do funny things like you know they do the walking dead and they just make Make up random crap. Yeah, that I've they seen say, them do the football and ones. they do awesome cuts. So look at some of the recent ones. I think the one before the new one, they they introduced one that had like a little rap called Carl Papa, and it was freaking hilarious. And they released the full track. They blew it out into a full song and released a track in iTunes. Uh, you have to watch the video and then listen to the song. Okay, it's, I'll, it's I'll check funny. it out. Yeah, you'll get a good laugh. I know you will. <laughs> Anywho. I think that's about it. Yeah, for the night. that's all we have for this evening. Um, next week we should be back to three people. Oh yeah, that's right. Jeff's not with yeah, us. Yeah, so Bye, Jeff. Them. He's working. So. <laughs> we miss you, Jeff. <laughs> we miss you, Jeff. We're kidding. All right. Nah, uh, yeah, totally. Um, all right. Well, everyone, have a great uh, night. And this is Michael and Anthony signing off from GameGear.com. Peace. Bye.